0: I wanted to do a couple of Temer and Halakha Shirim on halachas of Svira, not of the mitzvah of counting Svirah HaOmer, and we've done that in the past, but of the, the Avelos that we are nohig during Svirah. So I think we once discussed music during Svirah, so we're not going to talk about music during Svira. let's just talk a little bit of background. By background I mean why do we observe Avelos during Svira? what's the basis? of the Avelus, what's the nature of the Avelus, and when should the Avelus be observed during Sphira. So that's just going to be today's topic, and then maybe we'll get into some of the details um, next time. So the basis of the Avelus during Sphira has three basic sources. The first source is a Mishnah, actually, a Maseches duyos. Perek Beis Mishnah Yud. The Mishnah tells us Mishpat Rishoyim beGehenim Shnei Masrechodesh that Rishoyim suffering in Gehenim for twelve months quotes of pasuk Shayo Perek Samach Vav Chodesh beChadshu Rabbi Yochanan Ben Nuri Omer M'ina Pesach via Dazeres Shnayu Mideh Shabbos So the first mention of the period of Pesach and Atzeris in a negative light, being painted in at all a negative light, is that that's when the the Rishayim suffer in Gehenim. So not really Avelus, but that's the first time we ever find Sphira mentioned, this period of Sphira mentioned in a negative way. The more well-known source and the real reason for the Minhagim Avelus during is Gemara Nyeva Mestaf, Samkab, Gemara tells us that the Talmidei Rabbi Akiva all died between Pesach and Atzeres. It doesn't say, which days, but it sounds like throughout the entire period, between Pesach and Etzeres, that's at least the simple pshat in the Gemara. And then a third reason for Avelis during Svirah, or a second reason, but a third uh, mention of Svirah in a negative light, the Taz and Tafsadi gimel in the Archa Shulchan, according to the Taz, points out that during the Crusades, there were many, many tragedies that occurred in the Rhine River Valley when uh, during this period of Svirah Sa'omer, and that's why on Tisha B'av we actually say kinos for these terrible tragedies when we say of harachamim in davening um, after kriyas and shabbos that's because of these tragedies that's because of what happened during the crusades and since those tragedies happened during this period of time so there are minhagim of avelos that we that we observe even having said that, though, the death of the Talmud of Rabbi Kiva, the Crusades, all these terrible things, nevertheless, Sfirah Omer fundamentally, on a Doraisa level, is a happy time. I mean, there are certain times of the year where the personality, so to speak, of the uh, of the date is a happy time, a tense time, a sad time. So, for example, Purim is a happy time, Pesach is a happy time, you may have Din a very tense time. So there are certain... Uh, personality characters there's a certain character to different dates of the year the Beinamitzarim Misha Nesav Mematin Besimcha. That's very clearly a time of availus. It's a zman that the Gemara says is muhan leparanus, and that's why so many tragedies happen on Tishav and Chodesh In from from Rosh Chodesh until Tishav is considered a very sad time. Svirus Haomer fundamentally the Ramban alat refers to the period between Pesach and Shavuos as a chala of sorts. That it's as if Pesach is the first days and Shavuos is the last days, and every in between is Chalamoid. I mentioned this in Shia today, one of the Talmidim, one of the 11th graders said, it's like the rest of the year is Chalamoid between Purim and Purim. So it's not like that, we don't have such an union. But between uh, Pesach and uh, Shavuos, uh, the in-between time is Chalamoid. So it's really fundamentally happy time. But there were some sad things that happened and therefore we observe Avelos. So L'maynaf Kamina, whether it's... A, and, and by the way, those those are uh, are not mentioned in the gemara anywhere so those are all minhagim as opposed to by ben hamtsarim where it's mishnah a mishnah so we the the the, uh, the, the gemara has a sugya about that about what we're not allowed to do during, uh, during that period of time. So that's Minadin, whereas over here it's purely based on Minag. But because it's fundamentally a happy time and it's different than the time of the Beit HaMatsarim, there are a few differences in Halacha. A lot of times people just get confused. They assume, oh, Avelus, Avelus, so it's all got to be the same. Now they're both basically patterned after, as Rav Salvej pointed out, basically patterned after the Dinam of Avelus of Yud Beit Schodesh, but there are differences. Ravadi Yosef writes in Shuvizichav Gimel, Simon Lamid, that whereas one is not allowed to to remodel their home, do major work or uh, renovations on their house during the period of. Misha but during Svirah, it's not a problem because again, it's not a fundamental. There is no Isra of Binyan Shal Simcha. During uh, during Sfira, Minchas writes in the Chuvan Chelik Dalid Simon Mem Dalid that although there are those people that refrain from traveling or doing other dangerous activities during the Ben during Svirah there's not, not even such an Indian. Whether it's even a halacha during Ben Amitzarim is uh, there's what to talk about. What exactly we would stay away from? What's called what uh, what What's what's uh, what would be considered something dangerous or uh, that, that we would discourage? But even there's not even such an Indian during Svirah because, again, Svirah is a fundamentally happy time. Rabbi Mordechai Eliyon the Sefer Maimor Mordechai, in the Moad and in, in Chaf Nunhei, quotes that uh, there are those that are noeg, like the, uh, the Kliyakar and the Sefer Elohim and like the Elia and like Rabbini Ruchim and Yosef Omet, who all say that you shouldn't wear new clothing or say a Shekhianu, um during Svirah, but nevertheless, our minag is like the Mishabura writes in Tavzad Yigiml Sivkat and Be'ez and the Kavachayim in Sivkat and Dalit that we're mekel, that we do say Shechianu during Sefirah. Why? Why is our minag to be mekel against those postkim that think you shouldn't say Shechianu? So those that say not say Shechianu because it's time of availus. So how can you celebrate with Shechianu. But the reason we're mekel is because Shechianu is a that we were That we're at this joyous time. How can you say a joyous time when you're talking about the Benamitzarim? You're talking about between. Uh, you're talking about the time period of avelus, but this period is a joyous time. It just happens to be that there were certain uh, in Yonema, There were certain things that, that are worthy of mourning, uh, mourning for that happened at this time. In Rav Vadyan Gal Simchav he's mechalik uh, in the Shechianu. He says you could definitely say Shechianu new fruits, but it's k'day to about new clothing because new fruits is not about the simcha; it's just the regeneration of those fruits each year. Whereas uh, the the, um, the the new clothing is about the simcha of having new clothing. And others are mechal on the Shechianu only b'shas atzorech. You have a guy bacher who's home from yeshiva for benazmanim, and the only time he's going to be able to go shopping is during spheros, so is something makel for that. But we uh, were makel no matter what, that you're allowed to buy new clothing, you could buy a new suit, that there's no problem. I always get this question. Someone's getting married right after Lagbomer, and he wants to know, can he buy a suit, can the family members buy their uh, their clothing for the wedding during spheros? So that's really not a problem. We paskin. That it's that it's mutter. It's not like the benamitzarim. Now, when exactly do we observe the avelus for Svira saomer? There are many different minhagim. There are at least seven different minhagim as to when to observe the avelus. Shulchan <laughs> in tavzadi gimel and kavachaim Chaim, over there. Based on the Beis yosef uh, says that it's from the beginning of Svira until Lamid dalid baomer. So Lag Ba'omer is not an exception, and it's based on the Medrash. The Medrash says that the Talmud Rebbe stopped dying 15 days before Shavuos. So that would mean Lamid Dalit was their last day of dying. So the Minhagei Avelus would go through Lamid Dalit Ba'omer, the Ramay in Dark Emotion, Tafsadi gimel and it quotes from the real, they know that it ends on Lag Omer, because uh, the Gro explains over there the plague ended on Lag Baomer not on Lamedalad omer that's the Ashkenazic tradition. Others have different traditions as to what makes Lag Baomer special. Lag Omer is also not mentioned anywhere in Shas. It doesn't say anywhere that there's such a thing called Lag Baomer. So there are other traditions of where what makes Lag Baomer special. The Birke Yosef, the Chai Yadam, and Kalkov, uh, the Archa Shulchan suggests that Lag Baomer is special because it's the yard side of Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yechai. The Aruch HaShulchan quotes that maybe it's the day Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yechai left the cave from the story in Shabbos Taf Lamed Gimel where uh, Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yechai left the cave. Maybe that's what makes Lag Bomer special. Kaf in Taf Gimel, al Khafav says that the day it, Lag Bomer is the day that Rabbi Kiva gave smicha to his surviving Talmidim. After all of his 24,000 Talmidim died he gave smicha to the five surviving Talmidim on Lag Bomer. Maybe that's what makes it happy. Some Chasam Sofran Yerdeus in Reish Lamed Gimel who's no fan of Lag Bomer celebration. He's uh, pretty much against it. Uh, says that what, the only special thing about Lagba Omer is that the Mun began to fall in the midbar on Lagba Omer. So maybe that's what uh, that, that that's why uh, Lagba Omer is somewhat special in terms of the Avelus being over on Lagba Omer. But be that as it may, that's the second sheet as to when to observe Avelus from the beginning until Lagba Omer. Lich Ora is if one is observing Avelus from the beginning until Lagba Omer, the Avelus would continue through day 33, or at least for part of the day, because mixa sayom Kikulo applies on the last day of Avelus, but that's only when, you it only applies during the daytime, not at nighttime, which would mean that one would not be allowed to get married on the night of Lagba Omer or listen to music or do any of that stuff on the night of Lagba Omer, only during the daytime once you can apply mixa sayom Kikulo. But then there's a third sheet as to Khor Khraventov said in the book of Khafheim to conkh Khravkhash and Meisha in Khalkal's in Kupnenets said to point out that some allow making a wedding the night of Lagba Omer even though you don't yet have your Miksa Yom Kikulo, because Lagba Omer itself is fundamentally a day of celebration plus you have the sheet of the Ramban in Torah Sa'adam that Miksa Yom Kikulo could even apply at night so maybe when you're mitzitari of those things it's enough of a hat to, to be able to make a wedding listen to music have a Hilula or whatever on the night of Lagba Omer it seems that many people are making like that then a fourth sheet as to when to observe the Menhagm of Sira, the Bach quotes from the Balea that it's for the entire Svira period, with the exception of the days of Yom Tov, the days of Chala Moed, the days of Rosh Chodesh. And uh, no mention of Lag Bomer being an exception, because the only the, the tradition is that the Tamidi Rabbi Kiva died for 33 days. And this tradition has it that it's on the 33 days that you say Tachnun, but not on Yom Tov, not on Rosh Chodesh, not on uh, Chala Moed, and uh, not on Shabbos. So they took breaks from dying on those days. And that leaves you with 33 other days, uh, that, uh, in the Omer, that they, uh, that they could have died on. So it's only during those days, and then you take breaks on the days that, uh, that they didn't die, on the days that we don't say Tachnun. It's assuming that people said Tachnun Chodesh Nisan, obviously assuming they say Tachnun in Yom Atzmud, and, you know, the days before Shavuot, etc. Um, the Taz, in Tafsadi Gimel, Sivkat and Beis, says that it, we observe until Ba Omer all observances, and then after lagbomer not to get married, but you're, that you're allowed to take haircuts um, after lagbomer What would be the svarah to split the Nehuge Avelus? So Taz explains that up until Lagba we're observing the Avelus of the Talmud Rabbi Kiva. After Lagba Omer, Telmir, keep stop dying, but you still have the Crusades to worry about. So that's why we, we modify the Avelis a little bit. In Dark Emotion, he quotes in the Maril that we start after the day, another minute, start, after the, the, start the day after Rosh Chodesh Iyar and go until Shavuot. So it doesn't start from the beginning, it starts the day after Rosh Chodesh Iyar and goes straight until Shavuot. The Chuvistvar Zavar Moshe, Simon Laman Veiz, says that this practice uh, is, is, is fine, except you're allowed to take haircuts on Lamid Dalid Ba'omer as well. So a Sephardic uh, twist on it. And then there's the minig that seemed to have been the most widespread minig, because the Archa Shulchan writes that this was the minag where he lived, and the Chayyadim says this was the minag where he lived, and the Magnav Ram says this was the minag where he lived. To start the Avelus on the first day of Rosh Chodesh Iyar, and stop three days before Shavuos. So you don't start after Rosh Chodesh. You start on Rosh Chodesh Yar and stop three days before Shavuos. And that way you get to your thirty-three days. So those are the uh, the basic minhagim. Now, are you allowed to change your minhag if you uh, if it doesn't suit you to observe the minhag that you always uh, they always observe? So Moshe has an important shuva in Chelakal Simon Kuf Nun Tess where he says that. All the minhagim are really one minhag. It's to observe thirty-three days of sefera. Okay, so some do these thirty-three, some do that, those thirty-three, but it's all really the same minhag. And therefore, Rav says it's not a violation of Al Tito mecha to change your minhag and to observe something something else. And for example, like the Rama writes in Dark Emotions, that everyone should follow their own community minhag and uh, not follow uh, two different practices. So Rav Moshe, community shouldn't follow two different practices. Most says that's eh, not a problem. Nowadays, our community Communities are so mixed anyway. You have different shul's, different uh, traditions. Within a community, you're allowed to uh, observe different practices and you're allowed to change your minug from one year to, to the next, even if you want to, As long, because it's all really one minnag. What if you uh, have a wedding? during, like, I have a wedding tonight. I'm observing sphere right now, as you can tell from my beard. But I have a wedding tonight to go to. So am I allowed to go to a wedding? So Moshe writes in the tshuva, that same tshuva, that yeah, it's absolutely permissible to go to the wedding and to dance at the wedding and to celebrate at the wedding. Am I allowed to shave for the wedding? So Moshe says, unless it's going to start the simcha, I shouldn't shave for the wedding. If it's going to be that, you know, if like I was a brother of the of the kala, and it's going to ruin all the pictures because I, you know, don't look good or whatever, you know, it's going to, and uh, uh, my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's wedding, I had a beard and they still haven't forgiven me. They think I ruined all the pictures because I don't have the nicest beard, I guess. So uh, so if it's going you know, to in some way start the simcha, then you're even allowed to shave for the wedding. But otherwise, one shouldn't uh, shave for the wedding. So that's the basic idea of what the different minhagam are and what it's based on. But next time we'll get into some of the detailed halakhos of uh, Sfirah. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.